Great. I'm seeing thumbs. Wonderful. Wonderful. We got, oh, we got it now. We're cooking with grease. We're cooking with grease. Everybody in Mississippi knows what that means. We're cooking with grease. All right. All right. Well, listen, it's just a little bit after seven and uh, this is great. We, we want to welcome you to our first uh, online Bible study. Thank you for being a part uh, of this community, this new community that we uh, are building because of the uh, pandemic. Uh, we know that even through this, God is still God. God is still great. He's still on the throne in heaven and we glorify him for this. I am absolutely convinced uh, that God will use this in some way uh, for the good of the kingdom, uh, for the good of the church. The church will remain victorious. Uh, and we will see good come out of this. I don't, I don't subscribe to the uh, belief that that God does this in order for good, but I do believe uh, that God will use this for good, and that is a, that's a quite quite a stark difference there. In other words, uh, God didn't cause it, uh, but I do believe that He will use what is happening uh, for the good of the kingdom, for the growth of the church. Uh, so before we begin, listen. Let me offer a word of prayer, and we'll get started in in the Word tonight. All right. God bless you. Let's pray. Father in heaven, how good, how great you are. We thank you tonight for your awesome power, for allowing us to gather tonight in this medium, in this way. Lord, this is our first opportunity to do so. And God, you've been so gracious to us here at Cade uh, with technical staff, with, with gifts of technology, uh, with talent and with know-how. And we thank you, God, that uh, you've given us these these gifts and this ability, and we pray that we will be faithful, faithful stewards in the use of what you've granted here, uh, that your word would go forth, that would there would be souls saved, that there would be people touched, uh, that there would be a mighty uh, revival and awakening to take place in our land, and God, that uh, in and through it all, you will be glorified. We thank you, God, that you are the able God. And that by you, nothing happens without your permission. Your hand is sovereign. Your power is great. Your mercy is mighty. For that, we give you glory, honor, and praise. We ask these in all things. In Jesus' name and for his sake, we pray. Amen. 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 All right. So again, we welcome you to this, our, our first online Bible study. Listen, I, I told you in the uh, announcement that I made earlier this afternoon about how to get on, uh, that we are literally, we're literally building this plane and flying it at the same time. Uh, so we're excited about what we're able to do. Uh, we're finding out more things as we go along. And so we want you to be patient with us. Uh, there may be some turbulence along the way, some hiccups along the way. Uh, but as a pilot would say in any uh, airplane, listen, be seated and keep your seatbelt buckled uh, so so we don't lose anybody along the way. We might get encounter some turbulence, but I promise you we're going to get through this and God will be glorified through it all. Right now, right now, we are building out our online presence. Uh, as I said before, uh, by way of app, our app is going to be kind of like ground zero for now. Uh, we'll be pushing a lot of things through that that medium and that mode of communication. Uh, but we are active. We have activated today our YouTube channel. Uh, so for those of you who prefer YouTube to Facebook, you can go on right now, right now on our YouTube channel uh, and K Chapel YouTube. You can see this right now live. Uh, you'll be able to access that in the future as well. So we are literally building out our, our online platforms uh, so that 
so that uh, however people connect, uh, they'll be able to, you'll be able to connect with us. We also want you to invite your friends, invite your family, invite your neighbors. Some churches uh, and, and fellowships have not been able to, to, to get into the technology uh, bridge just yet. And so while that is happening, uh, we want uh, we don't want the word to to not go forth. Uh, invite them to to take part in what we're doing here until uh, such time that their that their community is able to to meet. Um, and so we're excited about that. Listen, let me tell you why I'm also excited about this. Uh, this week, this week we we gained our first new member by Christian Experience. That's right, by Christian Experience uh, through this medium through this medium. That's right. Somebody's already joined the church uh, uh, through this medium. And so I, I'm convinced that we're not just going to go through this, but we're going to grow through this. Somebody ought to tell your neighbor, we're going to grow through this. God is going to use this for his good and for his glory. And so we, we just we just want to press into what the Lord is, is doing. Now, listen, let me let you know what, what capabilities you have available uh, tonight. Tonight, as we go into the Bible study, uh, underneath your screen, underneath where where uh, you see my face, you should see four tabs. There's a chat tab, there's the notes tab, there's the Bible, and then there's a schedule. If you tap the notes right now, you will see the notes for this Bible study. If you tap notes right now, you should see the notes uh, for this Bible study. It says the hands of God, the hands of God. Uh, and so you will be able to follow. That's right. I see. I see. It. You see it. You see it. If you see it, give me a thumbs up. Come on, somebody. Somebody ought to give God glory for this. <laughs> um, you see the notes right there. Um, also, also, while we're going along uh, next to the notes page, you have a Bible uh, tab as well. If you touch the type Bible tab, uh, you will be able to access uh, Bible uh, passages to go along with you. I do, however, I do, however, think it would be advantageous to you to have your own Bible with you right now, uh, because otherwise you'll be tapping back and forth uh, quite a bit, and as opposed to having your Bible open and and going along with us. So you might it might be better to have your Bible handy. Uh, and have keep your notes tab up and, and scroll along with us uh, that way. Amen. I'm seeing the thumbs up. So that means everybody's is, is seeing the notes page as well. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. All right. All right. And so um, you, you then see, we are talking about tonight. We're talking about uh, the hand, the hands of God, the hand of God, the hand of God. Um, there was earlier this week, and maybe you saw it, Tyler Perry uh, issued a, a Facebook challenge. Uh, the title of that challenge was, uh, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. And basically what he did uh, was he, he, he started singing that, that Negro spiritual. He's got the whole world in his hands. Y'all know it. He's got the whole world in his hands. And he started singing that and he invited people uh, to sing with him, to come on after him, to film themselves singing, and 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 it become a part of that video. In fact, uh, they've issued an, a, a second version of that. I looked today, and it's it's going viral. So people all over are are are, are singing their own versions of he's got their own verses rather of he's got the whole world in his hands. That's a great uh, reminder as we go through what we're going through that God's hands are over us. God's hands are with us. God's hands are covering us. And there's nothing happening right now that 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 abdicates 
the sovereignty, the authority, or the power of our God. Yeah, he's got the whole world. He's got the whole world in his hands. And so tonight, we want to talk about the hand of God. We want to talk about the hand of God. I was listening to Tony Evans uh, earlier this week, and he said something that I want to um, hopefully that hopefully resonates with you the way it resonated with me. He said um, uh, that irrational or rational concern should not devolve into irrational worry. Uh, in other words, there's some things that we ought to be concerned about. Um, and we have a reason to be concerned about it. It's legitimate. There are legitimate concerns that we have uh, with the spread of this virus. Um, we ought to legitimately be concerned about uh, how we uh, go about interacting with others, the social distancing. We, we ought to have legitimate concern about washing our hands and, and, and good hygiene and all of the things that, that the uh, healthcare professionals are telling us. And by, by the way, let me, let me say this, that uh, everybody, everybody ought to be praying for our healthcare professionals, our doctors, our nurses, our respiratory therapists, all of those people who are going into uh, work every day, every day right now, they're on the front lines and we ought to be uh, praying for their welfare, praying for their good health uh, as they serve, uh, serve us uh, and care for us. Uh, but he said, he said, he said, these legitimate concerns should not devolve into illegitimate worry. Illegitimate worry. In other words, don't let the legitimate concerns cause you to lose sleep at night. Don't let the legitimate concerns cause you to 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 lose uh, your your hope and to lose your faith and to lose your hair and to lose weight and all lose sleep and all of those things that that we should always remember. He's got the world in his hands. He's got us and he's, he's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. The Bible says that he will never leave nor forsake us. And so we don't have to go into this place of, of illegitimate worry. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind that can think clearly about this. We don't, we don't have to worry and suddenly uh, lose our hope and lose our faith and lose our lose, lose, lose uh, uh, confidence in the ability of God. God is with us. He will take care of us. So, so let's look at this tonight. The hand of God. Few things. Few things we want to talk about. Uh, if you're on your notes page, you should see that first. Uh, that first bullet point. Uh, the hand of the Lord is mighty. The hand of the Lord is mighty. Uh, always know that that God is absolutely in control. Don't think that something has happened that that is too big, that is too much for God. God's hand is absolutely mighty. You see a scripture text right there in the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter four, verses 20 through 24. And I want you to see that if you can, if you look at verse 23, I'm going to read it. it says, for the Lord your God dried up the waters. This is Joshua uh, talking uh, to the children of Israel. He says, for the Lord your God dried up the waters of Jordan from before you until ye were passed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up uh, from us before until we were gone over, that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty that ye might fear the Lord your God forever. 
Joshua is responding and he's saying, listen, uh, when your children ask, what do these stones mean? These 12 stones. Remember, he told uh, the children of Israel to take up 12 stones out of the Jordan River. He said, and when the, your children ask, what do these stones mean? You'll be able to tell them about what the Lord did for us. That God, watch this, that when we were between a rock and a hard place, God showed up. And here's what he did. He he dried up the rivers. He, he allowed us to cross on dry ground. And, and I love the fact that, that Joshua says, not only did he do it for us, not right now, but he says, like he did when we were at the Red Sea. He goes back and he says, listen, this isn't the first time God has acted like this. This isn't the first time God has shown his might, but he's been faithful to us. He did it with us with Moses at the Red Sea, and he's doing it with us at this Jordan River. God has a track record, Joshua says, of his might. And, and, and I love the fact that he says, listen, the way he did it for us before, he's doing it for us now. And he says that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord that it is mighty, that the hand of the Lord is mighty. He's doing it so that everybody would know that God's hand is mighty. Listen, I am absolutely convinced uh, that God has this under control. This thing is not going, is too big for God. It's not going to get bigger than God. And when he's absolutely ready, his hand will come against this. It will be enough. And he will determine that 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 COVID-19 has had its day. It's done. It's over. That's through because his hand is mighty. His hand is mighty. Uh, the Lord's hand is mighty. Go with me. Continue to look at your notes. Um, it references Job, Job chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. Job chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. And I love this, y'all. Job, Job chapter 12, verses 7 through 10 says, ask now the beast. And they shall teach thee and the fowls of the air, and they shall tell thee or speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee. And the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee, who knoweth not in all these that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this. Watch this, verse 10. In whose hand is the soul of every living thing and the breath of all mankind. There it is, y'all. The soul of every living thing and the breath of all mankind in whose hand is the soul of every, in whose hand? He, Job is saying, listen, God's got everybody, everything, the fish, the fowl, everything in the world that he created. It's in his hands. It's in his hands, y'all. Somebody ought to type that right now. It's in his hands. I don't care what's going on. It's in God's hands and it's safe. We're safe in his hands. We're safe in his hands. We're safe in his hands. Number two, point number two, stay with me in the notes. Point number two, the hand of the Lord is also dangerous and deadly against his enemies. The hands of the Lord is also dangerous and deadly against his enemies. So, so it's mighty, but it's also deadly and dangerous against, against his enemies. Look at it, y'all. Exodus chapter nine, Exodus chapter nine, verses one through four. It says, then the, then the Lord said unto Moses, go in, in unto Pharaoh and tell him, thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me. For if thou refuse to let them go and will hold them still, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thy cattle, which is in the field, upon the horses, upon the asses, upon the camels, upon the oxen, and upon the sheep.
there shall be very grievous, there, there shall be a very grievous murian. Verse four, and the Lord shall sever between the cattle of Israel and the cattle of Egypt. Watch that, watch that, listen to that. And the Lord shall sever between the cattle of Israel and the cattle of Egypt. And there shall nothing die of all that is the children's of Israel. The Lord, watch this y'all, what, 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 what God says is, listen, Moses, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. I know he's going to have a hard heart. He's not going to do it. But here's what I need you to tell him. Behold, the hand of the Lord is on your cattle. Watch this. Because why? Because you are working against the Lord. You are an enemy against God. And for those who are enemies against God, the hand of the Lord will come against them. And watch what he says. He says, and my hand will be upon the cattle that's on the field. This is about Egypt now. The cattle on the field in Egypt, the horses, the asses, the camels, the oxen. But watch this. Verse 4 said, but the Lord shall sever the cattle of the Israel and the cattle. Of in other words, God is going to distinguish the cattle that belongs to Israel versus the cattle that belongs to Egypt. And he says, and the curse is going to be against the cattle that belongs to Egypt, not the ones that are my people. I love this, y'all, because what this says is that, listen, God knows. God knows who his enemies are. He knows where the where his enemy stands. And he says, and if I'm going to do something, I will, I will cover, I will cover and keep my people. The Lord will distinguish between his enemies and his people. What a beautiful thing that God's hand, God distinguishes. He knows. And, and thanks be to God. Now listen, the Bible teaches, of course, the Bible teaches, of course, that 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 it rains upon the just and the unjust. Yes, it teaches that 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 we will all go through some things. Absolutely. Just like this, just like this virus, we will all go through some things. But what this tells us is that God has a way. God has a very unique way of distinguishing and preserving when necessary. Watch this. It's the same thing that he did. It's the same thing that he did for the children of Israel when they were in Egypt. And he said, listen, uh, I want you to put the blood upon your doorpost. And when the angel sees the blood upon your doorpost, he will know who you are. And he will know that you are not, watch this, my enemy. He will know that you are not my enemy. And if you're not my enemy covered by the blood, he says, I will preserve you. I will protect you. And what a wonderful thing that God says, whatever you're going through, I will preserve you. I will protect you. It's not, it's not, watch this. Let me be very clear. Let me be very clear and open. It doesn't mean that, that there will be no Christians who will not fall from this virus. Let me be very clear. Listen, because there are some people who will say, listen, if you've got faith, you can pray this thing away. No, that's not where, that's not what faith is. There's, listen, listen, the Bible says very clearly that we will suffer. We will go through some tribulation, the just and the unjust the faithful and the unfaithful, believer and unbeliever. We will all go through. We're going through this together right now. We're experiencing quarantine together right now. But here's the, here's the beautiful thing. I'm experiencing this with the peace of God. I'm experiencing this with the joy of the Lord in my heart. I'm experiencing this knowing that, that if the one's on this side, that God's got me covered on the other side. Y'all not, y'all not, not talking here. Listen, listen. So, so, so we go through the same thing, but we go through it with hope. We go through it with joy. We go through it with the covering 
of the Lord, knowing that God has his hand upon us. And whatever we have to go through, even though the just and the unjust believer, unbeliever, faithful, unfaithful, go through the same thing together, that God, God has a special grace, has a special peace, a peace that passes all understanding, which means that I can go to bed tonight and sleep because I know that my God is not sleep. He never sleeps. He never slumbers. He's watching over me night and day. I've got a special grace and a special mercy that is keeping me in and through all of this. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. So, so, so God, God, God keeps us even in what we're going even in what we're going through. The hand of the Lord is dangerous, again, dangerous and deadly to his enemies. First Samuel, first Samuel, I'm watching my time too, y'all. First Samuel, first Samuel five, verses one through seven. All right, we're good. Okay, I think we got it all now. We got it all now. I told y'all, hey, buckle up. A little turbulence along the way. Buckle up, buckle up. Stay in your seat, seat belts fastened. All right, stay in your seats and seat belts fastened, all right? I told y'all, a little turbulence along the way, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there. All right? All right? <laughs> good deal. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Uh, the Lord's hand. The Lord's hand. The Lord's hand. Here we go. Here we go, y'all. The Lord's hand can also be heavy to discipline his people. Um, uh, David. David says in Psalm 38. David says, I see you. We're holding on. David says in Psalm 38. Um, o Lord, rebuke me not in thy wrath, neither chasten me in thy hot displeasure, for thine arrow stick fast in me, and thy hand presseth me sore. Your hand presses me sore. Listen to that. He says, listen, I, I messed up, and I realized that after I messed up, God was not pleased, and his hand was on me. So yes, there is such a thing as the chastening of the Lord. There is such a thing as, as God disciplining us, and God's hands are loving hands comforting hands, but when necessary, they can be disciplining hands. Has anybody ever been disciplined by the Lord? Wait a minute, just think about it. When your mom or your dad chastised you and, and, and disciplined you, and, and I know I know we're not in that age right now, but but some of y'all remember, amen, some of y'all remember uh, when, when, when we weren't calling uh, CPS and everything else, it was just, uh, you, you listen, listen, you, you, you got it on your back end, you got it on... You, Whatever could be hit was hit. Amen. Um, but 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 the chastening of the Lord, the Lord will chasten us. The Lord will will um, uh, come and 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 make sure that he knows that we know when he is displeased with us. If everybody still has good sound and, and volume uh, and, and audio, give me a thumbs up just to be sure. Give me a thumbs up. We're still uh, we're still making sure we're, we're good. Last thing. Last thing. Give me a thumbs up if we're good. All right. Um, the Lord's hand will also help his people. Last thing, and I'm, I'm going to close it. I'm going to give you some announcements. Stay for the announcements. The announcements are really important. Um, the Lord's hand will also help his people. The Lord's hand will help his people. Ezra, Ezra chapter 7, verses 6 through 9, verses 6 through 9. Uh, look at verse 6. This Ezra went up from Babylon, and he was a ready scribe in the law of Moses, which the Lord God of Israel had given. And the king granted him all his requests according to the hand of the Lord, his God was upon him. Watch this. This is this is the hand of the, this is saying that, watch this. When God's hand is upon you, things that you need to open up will open up. 
when God's hand is upon you. And some of you can testify to this. Some of you can testify to this, that God has opened some doors for you, that God has made some ways for you, that there have been some opportunities that you were hoping would come your way. And, and, and if it was God's will, his hand was upon you. Things that people thought you would never get, God's hand was upon you and you got it. Places you thought you would never go, positions you thought you would never have, God's hand was upon you and he made it come to pass. Somebody ought to give God glory tonight that when his hand is upon you, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got you, he's got me, he's got everybody in his hands. What a wonderful, what a wonderful reminder that is. And I want you to always know that the hand of the Lord, the hand of the Lord will be upon his people. Listen, I, 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 we're, we're a little bit out of time and I, I want to I wanna honor, I want to honor you for being here. Thank you for being here and working with us through the technical difficulties. Hey, but somebody ought to give, give, give our technical staff a thumbs up because we just went from downstairs to upstairs and, and got everybody reconnected. Uh, thank you all. Thank you, Shannon. Amen. Because she's working in the background remotely to, to hook all of this up as well. Uh, others as well. Th listen, thank you for making this happen. While you are here, what I want you to do, what I want you to do, these notes, the notes that you have will be available for the next 15 minutes. After we close, you will still have access to these notes. I want you to go ahead and continue, because I know I didn't get to everything. I want you to go ahead and look particularly at point number six. Point number six is going to give us our springboard into next week next week's conversation point number six because it deals with this question of if god's hand hands are on us then why are we going through what we're going through and that's going to be an interesting discussion but look at point number six you're going to have 15 minutes on this site to be able to see it but also after those 15 minutes you can chat and everything else uh, but after those 15 minutes uh then the link has already been sent out, the Nucleus link. We'll send it out again, and you'll be able to get it online. Also, let me show you, let me show you. Uh, if you're looking at it on your phone right now, on your phone right now, next to the Cade, uh, the Cade that's in the left-hand corner of your phone, uh, you should see three little lines. If you hit those three little lines, you should then see um, log in, sign up, and underneath there, you'll see connect with us, give, message archive, YouTube, Instagram. All of those things are active. That means you can use those now. And so anytime uh, during this or when we're on and you want to give or you want to uh, do other things, you can do those things. Um, and they are active right now. And you can just simply slide, slide back over to get to the live feed, to get to the live feed. I, I want you to see that because um, Nucleus is going to be a part of that as well. And Nucleus will send that link out. Remember, Nucleus is the thing where we just sort of um, compile all of the documents and things that we want to be able to push out to you. But those Bible study notes will be there as well. Bible study notes will be on Nucleus as well. And so then you will have them uh, for as long as you need them uh, to go back and study. Uh, so uh, night or day, anytime, you'll be able to do that. So let me give you a few, few announcements uh, as we bring this to a close. Um, listen, stay in prayer, stay in prayer for our church family. Uh, a lot of us, listen, a lot of us are going through this. We're going through this together, but 
we have different needs. Uh, we have different contexts, different environments. And so though we're going through the same thing, we feel it differently, uh, which means we need to be in prayer for one another. We need to be praying for our brothers and our sisters. We need to be calling them. We need to be connecting with them, staying in touch with them, seeing if there are things that, that, that they need that we can uh, be made aware of and minister to. Uh, uh, last week or week before last, when this first started, uh, we, we sent out the K-Connect calls, cards, and you have been great in responding to that. You've also been great uh, in making sure that, that our elderly uh, population, those who are not connected electronically, also get their records in. I want to thank those of you uh, who have taken it upon yourselves to fill out cards on their behalf. We appreciate that. Um, it's through that that we are able to um, know what the needs are in our church family. Uh, you, Some of you have already started receiving calls about needs that you made known to us. Others of you will start receiving those calls tomorrow uh, and the next day. Um, uh, uh, deacons and deaconess will be um, uh, making contact with you to know what those needs are uh, and to also triage those needs, to, to understand how we will go about responding to those needs. Listen, they're going to be, we already know, there's some critical needs out there that need immediate attention uh, that we got to respond to immediately. There's some other needs that, that looks like they're going to be a little further down the road, things that people anticipate that they're going to need. And so as you get these phone calls, uh, we want you to work with those individuals. Don't be offended by any questions that are being asked. We're simply trying to get uh, the information that we need to best assist you and to put you in the right categories so that we can uh, make the proper decisions and put the right people in the right places. Uh, please understand, we have limited resources, we have limited personnel, and so we're going to do the best we can to respond to those needs, but help us help you. Help us help you by telling us what the needs are, being very clear about when you'll need those things, uh, how far out. And listen, let me say this as well. If you have family now, listen, we, we don't we don't we don't we don't want to become, um, you know, Grubhub and and just a delivery service that, that that's going all around town doing stuff. Uh, if you've got family and network connections that you can use for those things, listen, employ those network. We're trying to minister to those individuals who have limited resources, limited networks, uh, limited mobility. Uh, and, and we want to make sure that we reach those people first and then expand as we go. Okay. So help us help you, help us minister to you in the best way that we can. So we'll be triaging those calls and we'll get uh, assistance to those who are in critical need, have immediate needs, uh, and we'll, we'll get that attention to you as well. Also, I want to let you know that if you need envelopes, some of you are still trying to get tithes uh, mailed to us. If you want to mail your tithes to us and you want envelopes uh, mailed to you, call the office uh, tomorrow. Let us know and we'll mail those envelopes, a few uh, envelopes to you, maybe five or 10 envelopes uh, uh, to you. So you will have those and you'll be able to mail your tithes uh, to us as well. Also, we are continuing on our Friday and Saturday um, uh, tithe drop. If you want to come by and drop your tithe, if you want to come by and drop your tithe, uh, you can do that on Fridays, Fridays from 10 to 3, uh, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And from Saturday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. We are adding 
we are adding something very important to this tithe drop-off this weekend, this Friday and this Saturday. We want to uh, recognize and observe communion on this fifth Sunday. We want to observe communion on this fifth Sunday. And so when you come Friday and Saturday uh, to drop off your tithes, you can also pick up your communion cups. We've already put them, they're already prepackaged in denominations of one, two, three, four, five, however many you'll need for your family. They've already been, been prepackaged. All you'll have to do is drive up, let the, our deacons are going to be on staff. Uh, they're going to have the gloves and everything that they need so that they're not passing anything. Um, and they're already sprayed down. Listen, we've done our due diligence. Um, and all we need to know is the number of cups that you will need. You will get those cups uh, passed along to you. You can then drop off your tithe and you can drive off. Uh, we'll, we'll put up a map because what we want you to do is to enter uh, by the gymnasium, enter on the on Lambton Street where the gymnasium is. Uh, there'll be a table right in, tables right in front of the gymnasium uh, where you'll get your communion cups and then you can drive uh, to the office, drop off your tithe and then drive on to Ridgeway Street and go back, go back to your destinations. Uh, but that will be set up this Friday and this Saturday, Friday from 10 till three, Saturday, from 10 to 1, you can come and get your communion cups and drop off your tithe Friday and Saturday, Friday and Saturday. Make sure you do that because we want we want to observe communion this Sunday. We didn't do it on this fourth Sunday, not because we didn't not because we forgot about it, but because we had not uh, gotten everything organized and in place so that we could do this in an orderly fashion. We've gotten it now. And I want to thank I want to thank our deaconess. Uh, Kanisha Duvall, leader of our deaconess and all the deaconess uh, who made sure that that it's been organized uh, uh, in a way that that we can now distribute that in an orderly fashion. Also, uh, the, the communion will be delivered to our sick and shut in all except for those uh, who are in in hot in the hospital or in uh, uh, homes that can't be visited. We know that there are restrictions to that. Uh, but for those who are sick and shut in in their homes, uh, we will deliver that to your porches. We will drop it off to those who are already on the already on the sick and shut in list uh, in your homes. You will receive your communion as well. It will be dropped off on your porch or inside of your doorway. We don't have to have any contact with you. We'll simply call you and let you know that it has been delivered. We will observe communion this fifth Sunday, this Sunday at 11 a.m. We're going to continue and keep our 11 a.m. service uh, as normal. We've made contact uh, with our broadband um, um, internet provider as well as the, the persons, uh, the, the company where our broadband, our sermon.net uh, lands, and they have assured us that they are beefing up their systems uh, to be able to handle all of the uh, traffic uh, that is uh, that they're anticipating this Sunday and throughout uh, this pandemic. So we're going to stick uh, with 11 a.m. until otherwise noted. So we will see you Sunday at 11 a.m. Sunday at 11 a.m. for our live stream only. Again, so Friday 10 to 3, communion pickup and tithe drop off. Saturday 10 to 1, communion pickup and tithe drop off. And Sunday. We will see you at 11 a.m. on our live stream. We want to remind you we are building out our platform. And so and so as we build this out, uh, you will be able to connect with us by way of Facebook, uh, by way of YouTube, uh, by way of our K-Chapel app, 
uh, as many ways as people connect, we are trying to make sure that we have our presence there. Uh, we don't want any excuses for people saying we didn't know how and we couldn't get, no, we're going to be everywhere. Uh, we even have an Instagram page. I don't even know why what Instagram does, but the young people told me, Reverend, we need an Instagram page. So we have one. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but but we have an Instagram page. If you want to if you want to go and connect uh, on Instagram now, you can do that. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen there. I'll be looking to see because I'm interested in what what all that's about. But the young people know it apparently. Um, so that being said, 756, uh, we have enough time for a prayer now. I want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank you for being prayerful with us, for being patient with us. I want to thank you for, um, for, for just being the congregation that you are. I want you to, um, in all seriousness, and all the people that you're praying for, I want you to keep our healthcare professionals uh, on your list. Uh, these are the frontliners. They're going out every single day um, at their own risk. And oftentimes we, you know, we, we at K, here at K Chapel, we honor, honor our first responders, our, our policemen and our firemen uh, for the, their bravery. Listen, we ought to be thanking our doctors and our nurses and our respiratory therapists for their bravery. I want you to do that tonight. I want you to pray for them tonight. I want you to lift them up tonight. Anybody who's ministering and, and caring for the sick right now, keep them in your prayers. Keep their families in your prayers because they're, they're, you know, they're, they're wondering about the welfare of their loved ones too. So let's do that tonight. Amen. Let's pray. But God, thank you for this day, night. Thank you for this time together. Thank you for this assembly of your children, for gathering us through these memes for making it possible for us to come. God, I lift up the healthcare providers, the nurses, the doctors, all who are taking part in this recovery. Bless it now by the presence and power of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.